seems easy. Like you look on the outside and you're like, I could do that. That looks super easy. Hey, hey, welcome to Smart AF. I'm your host, Tori Mathis. We have got a great show for you today, so let's get started. Hey, everybody, welcome to the show. I'm Tori Mathis, your host here with the myth, the legend, Sean Mathis. So if there's two times that we have really noticed that it's super important to have the right tools, it's running your business and renovating your house. (laughs) All right. Yeah, the renovating the house occurred. uh, Well, we we experienced the pain in that uh, before we ever experienced in the the business side. Even thinking back, was it? 15 years now, almost 15 years. It still hurts to think of the kind of uh, shoddy quality we put together that's out there. Well, as it turns out, like woodworking is, if you don't have the tools, then you're probably not going to have a quality product. Well, the thing is too, is like, I didn't even realize, you know, how wrong I was doing certain things because we didn't have the right tools. It just, you know, was trying to make do with what we had available at the time, especially since it's not something that we were doing on a consistent basis to, you know, warrant paying for, you know, really high end and specific tools for that job. Like it was just, we were doing something simple and uh, ultimately wound up spending a shit ton of time trying to do it. And then the end product isn't anything you want to brag about, which is kind of... Frustrating. That's a thing too, is that what seems easy, like you look on the outside and you're like, I could do that. That looks super easy until you get in there and you really don't realize what people are using to actually produce that quality um, and what kind of experience goes into it. Because some of it, like like you said, like you don't know until you know. We had um, a client project real, real blah, blah, blah. We had a client project recently that the client decided that they were going to design it themselves. And this is not something that I have ever um, let clients do because I have experienced the pain of trying to print things that client designs, and they don't have the right tools. And so it ends up being a mess. And I think that Sean hadn't learned this yet. And, uh, I know it's always best to have Tori design whatever it is for our clients. Um, but I, that's the only end of it that I knew. I was like, well, they're not going to get as good of a design. But there's more to it than that. You know, when it, when it comes down to it, like that, like we might as well have designed it in the end, ultimately. I might as well have designed it about four times in the end. And again, like even you, you know, even you know, being around all of this, you don't realize what really goes into it. Even though they sent in what they thought was a print ready file, even if it would have been done right, I would have still, I told you, like I still had to put it in and, and like get it print ready, like the right um, colors and like that kind of stuff. Um, but even you, you know, being around it, you didn't realize how much more. It's not just that it won't look as nice, which definitely might be the case. But there were so many problems with this file. And the thing was, is that they didn't use design, a design program. I'm not sure what they designed it in, but like fonts weren't attached. They weren't embedded. So that didn't work. And the pictures were wrong. And they were, I mean, 
It was a nightmare, you guys. And I could have just designed it in, you know, a few hours where it took us so many times trying to get this thing right for print because when you're not the one that created it, you don't really know what went into it. Like, I didn't even know what I had to fix because there were so many things that ended up being wrong in the end that it took days upon days to figure this stupid file out that if they would have just sent me the materials, I probably could have got it done really quickly. And like you said, like fonts, like most people are like, what do you mean? You didn't have the fonts. I gave you the files. The fonts are there. Well, when the file gets converted to be able to be printed, it, the fonts, we looked, the, the fonts weren't there. We opened it up into a, a different file format that we were going to actually have to upload for print. Uh, there was text that we, we couldn't even see. So then ultimately, like now we don't even know if what we're sending to print is what is it's supposed, what it's supposed to look to be, like. Because right? I mean, we don't know. Yeah. Uh, and that, that sets everyone up for failure, really, at that point. So now the client who spent all this time you know, doing what she thought was going to be, you know, easier for everyone and, and she could be proud of it. Ultimately, like, I mean, ho hopefully she's happy with it because that thing was a mess. You it guys, was. it was not good. And, you know, like you said, she was trying to do the right thing, but she didn't have the right design tools to make a print ready file and to have it correct. I don't know, like if people just go into like Office Max or something and just give them some crap, like I don't know how they just push stuff through. Well, they're, but they're if not you look care. at they don't. Staples, they're like, here's your file. Right, <laughs> that's it's true. Or pixelated, it's uh, no bleed. But who cares? Right. And so when we are trying to get files ready for print, like they're they're not going to be accepted if they're not done correctly. And again, like nobody would know that unless like that's what you do. It's just one of those times you need to just let the person doing it. You know, we were talking about, you know, changing the oil, changing the oil on your car seems like a super easy thing to do. Like how hard is it? But really, there's like so much more into it that you might have to buy special tools. You have to figure out how to discard the oil. Like what seems like a simple thing, if you wanted to do it yourself, you're probably going to spend more time and money figuring all this stuff out and getting what you need. Or you could just go get it changed really quick. I can totally change the oil on almost any car. I've bought the tool to remove the oil filter, which is like a band that then you, you're able to tighten it down and then untwist it. Um, but I think the last, the last, it's been years since I've changed my own oil, but the, I think the last time I did it, the uh, container of old oil was sitting in the garage for what feels like a really, really long time you before I could figure out what to do with it. And I think it took, uh, I think it took one of the like mailers. It was like, hey, you know, have all these random things that need to be disposed of, you know, oil being one of them. Then that's like your opportunity. Granted, uh, you could probably, take it to a landfill or something and, and pay, right, to, to dispose of it correctly. But again, that's something that like the, a lay person would never think, like you can't just throw oil away. Like you can't throw those parts just in the no, trash. But then you've also got to account for your time um, it, to, to do the whole oil change. Plus then to, you know, now you've got to take the old oil and dispose of it. Now you got you to gotta account for that time to get to the landfill. Uh, it's going to cost you to, to dispose of it most likely. You know, when you start tacking all that, and now did you did you tighten it correctly? Is there going to be an oil leak? Did you put the right amount of oil in it? Um, like, I'm just going to go pay somebody that can do it in less than 10 minutes and 
it, you know, chances are it'll be fine. Uh, and if not, I will have gone to a reputable company that they'll make it right. But again, looking at things that you think are going to be easy, do you remember that house that we had, the one that we renovated, uh, we had this giant pad of concrete in the backyard. It was huge. Like they, they took the entire lawn and then laid like a basketball court, like straight through the middle of it. It was like 40 feet long. Oh, it was so big. 20 feet wide. So from the side, like you could look at it and you know, it was like two or three inches of concrete. And we thought, we could break that up. Like it's going to take a while. And luckily my dad has a construction business. And so my brother came over with a jackhammer and he had a truck. So we thought like a big, what would you call that kind of truck? It's like a flatbed truck. Like a big flatbed truck with sides on it so that we were able to dispose of all of the, the concrete and stuff. But looking at it, like you're like, we could do that. That's no problem. We did it, but that concrete wasn't two to three inches. There were, I don't know, like they like filled in holes and I don't know. Yeah, they did not level the ground out with gravel first and make it a consistent level. There of were places that it had to be like 18 inches. Like there was so much concrete. So again, like we looked at it, we're like, oh yeah, no problem. We can get this done. But you don't expect like what problems are going to come up or is somebody that's a little bit more qualified would know, you know, hey, I've broken up a few of these. It's probably not going to be, you know, and that's something that people look at design jobs or look at any type of services type of business that or, you know, not, not even services. Um, they look at it and they think, oh, you know, painting a room or something. Oh, that's super easy. But then all those little things that you don't realize that the tools that you need, those little tricks that you just don't know. Sean built, um, well, in the museum, built a whole bunch of new displays with Truett. Truett is a woodworking genius, right? He is a builder. And you said you learned all kinds of stuff from him. It's like you would have never known, right? Yeah, it was funny at the beginning where we were like, well, I'll bring my saw. And he's like, oh, I'll bring my saw. And we get there and you know, I've got a little skill saw that we, we bought when we bought our house. That's just like the the cheapest one that, that you can say is you know a skill saw. <laughs> uh, and he pulls out there and he's got these racks and he you know, brings it up to you know his level, and then the saw actually will rotate out and go back in, so we can cut like these super wide pieces. And I'm like, man, I, no wonder. <laughs> like I, I'm all bent over doing stuff. You got to flip the board two different ways yeah. to get it cut all the way through, and it's like like he has the tools to do what we need to do, and and I just I don't. And you don't know until you know. Like, there's no way you... And you're like, I have a saw. I can do it. No. For, I mean, up, up until these, these last exhibits, uh, I've always used a hammer. <laughs> you know, you're like banging all the nails in. And, and like, now I'm like, nail gun, man. And we're done. And that's the way to do it. But again, I didn't know. I, I didn't have the right tools. And I... Everything that I've done has been not the easy way and definitely not the, the best way to do anything. Yeah. And, and you probably wouldn't know when like someone's bidding out a job to build something like that. Like they're building, building in all those costs for those types of things 
that if you looked at it, was that you that was telling me that story about, what was that? Saying? Yeah, it was, uh, uh, I saw this thing and, and it's out there. There's all kinds of variations of it. But the one that I specifically saw was a picture of stairs to a deck on the corner. And the, the stairs were unfinished, but you could see how all the the wood beams and everything were in there and, and the geometry of, of getting everything so that it even looked right. And the whole thing was that the the builder of the deck gave the homeowner a price to build this deck. And the homeowner's like, well, that sounds pretty steep. I think I might just do it myself. And he's like, okay, well, you could do it yourself. And he's like, but the homeowner's like, I, I don't have the tools. So the builder's like, well, I can rent you my tools. It's like, okay, great. And he's like, uh, but I, I, I don't have any way of getting the lumber. He's like, well, you can rent my truck. And so he's like, okay. Um, but I can't do it Tuesday. I can only do it Wednesday. Well, the builder's like, oh, I, I only have it available on, on, uh, what was that? What I said? Wednesday. And the guy's like, oh, so now I got to take off work to be able to do it on the day when I can rent the truck and then I can have all your tools rented. And then it's like, well, I don't actually know how to do it. And the guy, and the builder's like, that's fine. I'll teach you. Right. <laughs> and so in the end, the, the homeowner, like, He's not even, he'll pay more and take more of his time to do a not as good of a job than if he would have just paid the professional that has built his business, you know, doing it the right way, invested in all the tools and all that kind of stuff. Um, and until you put it in that kind of perspective, it's really hard to to understand, you know, how these prices are being justified. Cause I mean, even like you, you look at a, a roof, how many roofs have we seen replaced in neighborhoods? And you're like, they, they do it in a day, you know, but they're, they, they have the skill set and the tools and the, the manpower it's behind true. it yeah. that like they're so efficient at getting up there and doing it as quickly as possible, not only for the business to make it as profitable for, for them as possible, but so you don't inconvenience the homeowner of not having a roof, you know, <laughs> on your house. I'll do it myself, but it's going to take me three yeah. weeks. <laughs> so, I mean, say you, you say the roof costs $20,000 to, to replace, um, but it's done in a day, right? Uh, and it's done correctly and under warranty and all those kinds of things where you're like, well, but the shingles and the, the tar paper, it, you know, that's only $5,000. Well, how long is it going to take you to replace that roof? And, you know, is it going to storm before you can get it done? You know, there's right. so I many variables you gotta, in there. Take your family and put them in a hotel for that right. long. So, yeah, yeah. you know, there it's going to cost you more than if you could do it yourself. But it, there's a reason for that. And once you start to realize all those little different uh, very important key elements about things. You start to, you, you, it's easier to justify, okay, well, you know, my time is worth more. I'd rather have it done right. They know what they're doing uh, and I can justify the price. Yeah. I think with design, like how many people have we seen that like they own Photoshop or, you know, an Adobe product. And so they think they can design something. Oh, it's always, it's always uh, my, my, my niece is a graphic designer. Right. My, my cousin has Photoshop. They can uh -huh. do that. Yeah. And really at this point, like, what is it? Everyone under friggin' 20 at this point can do some sort of, like, they're all graphic designers, right? <laughs> Great. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many programs out there. You can do some, you can do a lot of different things to make stuff look decent. But as far as it being a, uh, 
professionally designed with purpose behind it, you know, you, again, you're not going to know until you know. Well, I think there are those times that it's good, like whip some shit up. Like, that's fine. Like, like see what you can do and everything. But sometimes, and you know, there, you definitely need to go with somebody that knows what they're doing. And sometimes you trying to shortcut it by doing half of it, like you're making people's jobs harder, not easier, which we learned with the print job from Hades. Yeah, for it sure. It's a nightmare. <laughs> uh, having the right tools, like, super important. So if you like this episode, please subscribe. And we'd appreciate it if you liked it as well. And we'll see you on the next one. Thanks. Bye. Uh-huh. If you want to get smart tools to build your business, go to be smart.com. <laughs>